Hello, you're listening to the Co-Create Work podcast with Lakita Williams and Chloe Anderson. At Co-Create Work, we help leaders just like you build companies that change lives. Each week on this podcast, we talk all things leadership, personal development, well-being, lifestyle, and creating the capacity it takes to build a great company with more ease and alignment. Welcome to the Co-Create Work podcast. Hello, co-creators, and welcome to another episode of the Co-Create Work podcast. We are so excited that you are here with us today. So in our newsletter last week, we talked about areas where we see leaders struggling, and we're going to cover all of those areas next week. But this week, we want to talk about one area in particular, which is if you are having a hard time right now, how to support yourself. So that's what we're going to be doing. Yes. And we are looking forward to having this conversation today. We have been in a lot of, as as you probably imagine, we talk to leaders and founders all day, every day uh, is a big part of our work in one way or another. And one thing that keeps coming up that we've been seeing is that folks are having a hard time right now, particularly leaders as they think about supporting their team, as they see changes in the economy and sales, um, even in a lot of the relationships that leaders are having, such as things like business partnerships and partnerships amongst the leadership team or with their broader team. I think it just feels like a period of transition right now. And I want to normalize that, right? That transition can happen for us collectively at a shared time, especially when things are changing in the economy. That has an impact on how individuals are thinking or behaving, which then things just kind of flow from there. So we are seeing a lot of that right now. Yes. And even at Co-Create Work, as we have been shifting strategies, we're in our own period of transition. So I feel like this is actually timely for us as well. Yeah, absolutely. So let's jump into it. What to do if you're having a hard time right now? So First, we, you know, we kind of started off, Chloe, sharing a couple of those reasons. People are seeing things like slower sales, the communication challenges, there's overall period of transition. So the reasons are mirrored, right, of why things feel difficult or why things feel like a challenge. The first thing that we would want you to do is to identify what's happening and what is coming up for you. So if you're saying to yourself, hey, I feel disconnected, I feel concerned about the business, I'm feeling a little bit lost, I feel like I don't have support, we want to say, what is happening for me? So name that feeling as the very first thing you do. And with naming that feeling, it also is naming the thoughts. One of my favorite practices, and this comes from Susan David, is to name a thought in a different way, which looks like I am having the thought that, and that allows you to separate yourself somewhat from the thought while you name it, because lots of our thoughts just aren't true. Yes, absolutely. Many, I have many, many untrue thoughts, Chloe. I just want to say that in, in our, in the, the work and the coaching that I do with leaders, sometimes we, we talk about a little T truth and a big T truth, right? So the, your feelings are true to you. 
but they, they are data. They, they are information, but they are not the big T truth of what's happening. And I think that's what you're highlighting there. Yes, exactly. So we want you to be identifying what's happening for you. And for some folks, actually writing that down is really valuable and being able to see it on paper can be incredibly useful. Absolutely. The next thing we want to tell you to do is to name that this is a period of transition. So it is something that happens when we normalize, hey, will you just say it straight? This is a period of transition. Things are changing. I am not alone in this situation, although I am going to move forward and figure out a next step. So it's it's so critical that we just name, hey, things are changing versus trying to ignore it versus becoming defensive about it. We just say, hey, these things are real things that are happening. And delimiting that by naming it also gives you a sense that this is not permanent. One of the things that can really get us stuck is the feelings of permanence around situations that are hard, which just aren't permanent. So naming that this is a transition gets you out of that place of permanence. For sure. And it is so important with this transition. We also have to look at that through the context of how we feel about ourselves and how we think about ourselves. So this is a situation where I am having difficulty. Um, This is a challenge. It doesn't mean that I don't have what it takes to take this business to the next level. It doesn't mean that I can't be a great leader. It doesn't mean that we can't figure out a way to communicate effectively in our partnership. So we have to separate kind of like once we say, hey, we're in a period of transition, then we're able to get really clear and say what is actually happening. Then we're in a space where we are not stuck in the story that we are telling ourselves. And a lot of times that story is based in a small true, right? Which is, it feels true. It's not really true. And it's often limited and can keep us stuck. If I don't believe I have, I can identify the next steps to where we need to go as a company or that I can build a successful relationship with the business partner, my options disappear. Yep. When I start to ask myself questions like, how might I, what can I do differently? What are some potential next steps? My options open way up. So that is a critical piece that we want to have you thinking about if you're in this space where you're having a hard time right now. And As you are doing that and you're thinking through these stories, I actually even like to say to myself, the story I'm telling myself is X, Y, Z. The other thing when it comes to opening up possibilities that's been really useful for me as someone who tends to be very hard on myself and gets in kind of a down space at times is to say, I haven't figured this thing out yet. So what are my next steps to start to find a solution? Oh, I love that because we get so tempted to just have the answer. If we ask, and I love this, Chloe, because it's always this space of ask a better question. Yes, yes. Ask yourself a better question. And in this situation, the better question is, what might I do next? Right? What is possible? What's the potential here? Where can I look for more information, for more support? 
Who can I tap into? Who is a good resource to help me with this? Which we're going to, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I, <laughs> but I just love the concept of better questions. Yes. We, you know, we, well, I'm, I'm not surprised you're jumping ahead because we like to give resources and steps. <laughs> That's what we do, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about identifying and we want to label it. So label the fill in, label the situation. That's very important if we didn't you know, make that clear already. The other thing is we want to normalize failure. And Chloe, I feel like in the work that we do, what we see on social media, it is not embraced as a part of leadership or as a part of owning and running a company or a business. We don't normalize failure enough. 100%. And when we do hear people talking about it, it is only long after the failure happened. And then they are talking about how they overcame it. But people are rarely ever talking about failure when they're in it. Yes. And you can't have success without failure. It is just a fact. There is not a situation where Every single time in our company, in our business, we are just going to land it time after time after time. When we make a mistake, that's a, a form of failure. And I think it's okay to say this F word so we can get comfortable with it. It doesn't mean you are a failure. It means this situation didn't work the way I intended it to work. And I am naming that. And I can figure out a way forward. And we're going to talk about this next week, like Chloe said, around some of the things that we're seeing with leaders, but the inability to recognize and name that we're having failure is also what contributes to defensiveness. And guess what? When we have defensiveness and we're defensive with others, they not only see that, hey, you weren't successful at this, but you don't have enough grace to say you apologize or you notice that you weren't successful at this. So that's why it's so important for us to normalize. Things don't always work out. And with that idea that things don't always work out with that concept and what you just said, Lakita, like we don't have success without failure. Part of our growth in our businesses is moving on from one thing to another. And so as we were preparing for this episode, I mentioned how much I like the concept of like a seed. The seed's job is to be a seed, but for the plant to grow, the seed has to crack open. I mean, I'm giving a seed some human human qualities, (laughs) but breaking open is painful right? Breaking open could be seen as a failure of the seed, but it's not because we're looking at the bigger picture and the growth overall. And so normalizing failure, normalizing that, oh, this thing isn't working anymore is the only way we then move forward into growth. Absolutely. We have, we, we have to be willing to be uncomfortable as we go to our next step. Right. Yes. And the, and we're saying this from the perspective of, as we mentioned a couple episodes, folks who, you know, firmly believe in manifestation. Right. And yeah. so we are still saying there are times where you are going to be uncomfortable. And a lot of times the learning happens in the discomfort. You don't have to have it all figured out every day when you wake up. We in that way, you're expecting perfection and it's not a reality 
in leadership. No. It's not a reality in our communication. It's not a reality in running a business. And it gets in the way of your growth, both as a leader, as an individual and the growth of your business. Absolutely. And before we jumped on, I think, Chloe, you were talking about this as well, which is what is the future version of you want? The future version of yourself is happy for what you learned throughout this process. You might take that learning and teach it to others. You might take that learning and build on it. You might be a better coach, a better leader, a better partner as a result of that. But the future version of you doesn't want you to skip ahead. We want to learn the lesson. Should we always, you know, be aiming to communicate our best, be our best, have success in the business. Absolutely. But what we want to say is you're always aiming for a hundred percent, but you're not always going to have a hundred percent. We need to normalize that. And in the discomfort, I think that can be so useful as well to say, I am really not enjoying this right now. I'm uncomfortable. I am sad, maybe, right? Like acknowledging those feelings and the future version of me is going to be happy for what I'm learning through this process. Maybe not even happy. Maybe it's just the future of version of me is going to be better for what I'm learning through this process. Absolutely. Yeah, right? totally. So, you know, with that, I think we've talked through a lot of the elements of like, you know, normalizing what you've been feeling, what is happening right now. What are some things that folks can do as they're in this process, as they are feeling these feelings right now? So one of the things that I really like is figuring out what kind of support you need through this process. And that can look like a lot of different things as far as support. One could be tapping into a coach or a mentor. And when you think about a coach or a mentor, sometimes we think about coaches as helping us in those areas where we're not as strong, where we need to be stronger as a leader. But it also could be, are you ready for the next level of support at something that you're already good at? Yes. And we we actually see this one a lot. So you may think to yourself, hey, I am used to running a multi-million dollar business. Clearly, I'm great at strategy and business development. And so then when things have slowed down or it's not as successful in that area, the first thought is, okay, I have failed because this is a thing that I've done before. When really the thought needs to be, hey, it may be time for me to break through to my next level. So I need to tap into some resources and get some additional support. So as Chloe is saying, get support. That might mean you need a business strategist. That might mean it's time for you to get a coach or a mentor, depending on what area you're in, to join a program. So one of the very first things you might think about is what is the support I need and double down on that. I want to say one more thing here really quickly is that if you're in challenging financial times, it is sometimes easy to say, I cannot invest in that right now. But it may be the main thing that is going to lead to your breakthrough and likely it is. And we're not just saying that because we're coaches. As a matter of fact, you don't have to reach out to co-create work, but we're saying what we know in our work and partnership with clients. And when it comes to steps that you can take 
thinking long-term and thinking in terms of the overall big picture and process, exactly to what you were just saying, Lakita, around like making an investment in yourself while in the moment may feel like a stretch. And we're not telling anyone to go into a ridiculous amount of debt or anything like that, but it might feel like a stretch or it may feel like, is this really the right thing right now? And it may be the right thing right now. And as you think about the big picture and the return on that investment, it may make sense for you to do that right now. Absolutely. Another thing that we think about is know that you may feel uncomfortable for a certain amount of time. Sometimes we work with clients and it's like, okay, this happened, you know, yesterday, I should feel better by tomorrow. And (laughs) when you're in periods of transition, whether it's around sales or communication breakdowns that you're having with business partners or the team, sometimes that process is going to take a while. And we want to encourage you to give yourself, right, that overview that this might take me a few months, this might take a few weeks, and I am going to acknowledge that for myself. So therefore, I know that I may be in discomfort longer than I'm used to. It's so important. I, I I know it sounds simple, but when you know this is going to take a few weeks to work out, this is going to take a couple of months to work out, you then put the types of supports in place that can sustain you for the long term versus if you think this should just be solved by tomorrow, you're going to keep on having that feeling of like, I'm running into a wall. Everything is horrible. Things are getting worse and worse. And that can kind of start some rumination. And our brains are really funny in that we don't remember pain and discomfort realistically, our brains shorten it because they're trying to protect us. And that makes sense. So one of the things that can be useful in doing this is to really reflect back on other periods of transition and write down and go through the timeline for yourself so that you have that sense so that you remember, oh, actually, this took me six months to get through. I have done that in my personal life. I've moved a lot to a lot of different places. I love living different places and I'm always so excited. And then I land wherever I'm moving and suddenly I'm like, oh, this is really hard. This is really uncomfortable. Through that process, I finally started to identify I have to give myself six months, which sounds like a long time, but that's through my experience. I know that. And as soon as I give myself that permission and that space, honestly, things start to feel better immediately. They don't resolve immediately, but they start to feel better immediately because I'm not judging myself for not feeling better faster, for not figuring things out faster, for not, you know, getting my stuff together faster, whatever that means. So giving yourself permission and Lakita, to your point, naming this may take some time. This may take three months. This may take six months and that's okay. Yeah, it's absolutely critical. And we, I think leaders in particular want to see things done immediately, happen fast, is solved tomorrow. And should you have strategy, be thinking about next steps, all of the things for sure. Absolutely. It will still take time. It will still take months. And so just to your example, Chloe, saying that gives you permission to to free up that space so then you can actually work on solutions instead of spending that time in rumination or putting yourself down. 
Another thing that we want to encourage you to do if you're having a hard time is to tap into your strengths. So, you know, as the business grows, as you make different steps, sometimes you transition into a different role than you were when the business launched or before you brought a partner on. So it's always so important to go back to your leadership brand, which we talked about in one of the episodes and we'll link below and to tap back into your strengths. Have you been too far disconnected from where you actually shine, what you contribute, want to contribute to the business And if you have, it may be time to tap back into those things and reconnect with the organization in that way. And as you're tapping into those strengths, you know, re-identifying, reconnecting with what those strengths are, that also taps into that getting support and going and identifying oh, have I been really focused on this area that's not a strength for me, which we can do, especially when we're in a fear response space, right? And if I've been doing that, how can I get support in that area? Am I delegating the right amount to different people in the business? Am I giving them autonomy over these things? Is there someone who can help me with this in a different way, right? Just making sure that you're thinking through what is the support that you can get so that you can tap into those strengths and be in that space as much as possible. Absolutely. Another thing that we would recommend is to be sure to be calm. We spent the weekend training on fear responses this past weekend. And one of the things is that if we're having a hard time, we can lean into those fear responses hard. And depending on that fear response, if it's fight, for instance, you may show up in a way where you are demanding that people step up, where you're adding new rules and expectations out of nowhere. Uh, and it is really confusing and ultimately disheartening for folks. So you, ha- you have to work through this process of how do I remain grounded and have the calm company that I've built while still tapping into what we need to do for next steps. So that is critical. And, and sometimes that means taking a beat to step away before working on any sort of strategy. And sometimes what can be really helpful in that taking a beat, there are different people, different practices. Maybe it's meditation. What I find has been really helpful for me is to take a beat and go do something that brings me joy and tap into that activity, that that thing so that my serotonin levels get boosted so that I'm in a place where I do feel connected to my joy. And that helps me so much to be able to come back in a way that is calm, that is grounded, that remembers that there's so much joy in life, right? And in business. Yes, absolutely. And then another one is to celebrate your wins. And we want you to think broadly about your wins and not fake stuff, but there are all different types of wins. For me, when I can name what's happening for me and not get stuck, that's a huge win for me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I was able to connect with this is the story I'm telling myself and not a truth. So celebrate those wins. So there's the internal personal wins, but then there's also what wins are you having in the business? How is the team running? How are things going? 
How did you respond to something that was challenging? How did you remain calm, right? So celebrating wins at any opportunity will help you through these periods of transition. Absolutely. And then we want to just close out here with get inspired. So inspiration has such a huge impact in what we believe is possible and our ability to tap into our feelings, our ability to future cast and think of new ideas. So get inspired and that inspiration may look different. Uh, for some folks, it is getting out in the world. It's a little bit of exploration. For other folks, it is who am I inspired by? And it can be something as simple as listening to their podcast episode. A big thing I'm inspired by is technology. And so I'll often go and listen to podcasts about moonshots and all the things. And that really helps me to tap into, even if it's in a totally different subject, the reason that I'm doing the work that I'm doing. I love that you just said, even if it's a totally different subject. And I would say when it comes to getting inspired, be really thoughtful about what's going to be inspiring because I have fallen into the trap of, let me go see what other people are doing in this space. And that is not inspiring for me at all. It may be for you. I go into a comparison spiral and just kind of fall apart. So I'm really intentional about the type of inspiration that is actually going to be helpful and inspire me versus like maybe send me a little further into my <laughs> into my little hole. <laughs> totally. I think that's so critical. And I think if you tap into it's so interesting that we got here because everything that we said, I think it makes me think about how we have to make sure that we're setting the groundwork for ourselves to be able to do these things. We want to make sure it's easy to access what our leadership brand is, what's important to us, what inspires us when we need it. So that means that even if you're listening to this episode and you're not having a hard time, think about some of these elements and put them in a place where it's easy for you to access. If you are in this space, do it now and then keep it so you can access it as easily as possible. When we are, we take the responsibility of leadership because it really is a responsibility. We have to care for ourselves. And as you know, with anything, caring for yourself isn't always easy, right? It's not always bubble baths. It's sometimes <laughs> <laughs> the things um, that we need to do that feel like, ah, this is another thing on my list or it's going to take additional effort. But as we mentioned earlier, the future version of you is very grateful that you took the time to put these things in place. Yes. And so it reminded me of a post that we had a couple of weeks ago on our Instagram that has a well-being pyramid for leaders and wellness is the foundation of that pyramid. Yes. And so exactly to your point, being focused on on that. And sometimes those wellness activities are actually uncomfortable. Also, if I think about the work that I have done in therapy, I would never say that it was enjoyable ever. Am I what? so happy that I did it? Yes. So happy. Today me is so thankful for that journey that I started on however long ago and that I continue to be on because I am a better version of myself. 
Yeah, absolutely. And so it's an investment that then comes full circle for you. Yes. And we wanted to record this episode. It was actually spur of the moment because we've been having some of these conversations, but we know that if you are the type of person who is listening to this podcast, you care deeply about your work and about individuals. And you are trying to create the type of cultures and leadership models that are really going to move us forward. So we created this episode really to hold space for you and to give you ideas and resources on how you might be able to move forward. We just want to name that your success is inevitable. You've already had a level of success and you will continue to be successful from here. And sometimes that means we're learning, we're taking a beat, things are difficult, but you have everything it takes to keep going. And so with that, thank you for your leadership. Thank you for spending time with us today. For any resources referenced during today's episode, you can find that information in our show notes at cocreatework.com slash podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at cocreatework. If you have any questions about this episode or transforming the future of work, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at cocreatework.com. And if you'd like a little weekly love in your inbox, subscribe to our mailing list and get our guide to 40 powerful questions to accelerate your growth. The link is in the show notes. Finally, we want more leaders like you joining us each week. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Co-Create Work podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.